Manitoba Scare Tactics and a two-class system. The segregation continues. This and more on the Manitoba Freethinker Podcast. Welcome back to another show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're having a wonderful day as always. Quick question. Now that the mask mandate is in effect and it's been in effect for now, I believe, four days. Uh, have you guys been going to places without a mask? And if so, how were you guys treated? And or did you guys see anyone else not wearing a mask inside uh, public places? And if you did... Uh, what do you guys think of that? I can tell you personally that uh, for me, it's been about 50-50. I've gone into places with no mask, and I've also gone into places with a mask. And uh, I could just say off the bat, when I went into places with no mask, um, I was treated fine by the staff and employees, and no one told me to put on a mask. But either way, Manitoba, I want to know what you guys think. Let me know in the comments below um, how you guys have been treated with uh, the mask mandate. All right, Manitoba. It looks like segregation is live and strong here in the province. Maybe we should give a moment of silence for freedoms, um, but it is no surprise that the province is doubling down on the two-class system. They said they were going to do that last news conference, the one that was held with... Uh, I guess we could say former Premier Brian Pallister and uh, our Chief Provincial Public Health Officer, Dr. Brent Rusin. Uh, yeah, that's right. Just so you guys know, Brian Pallister did, uh, is officially stepping down. I believe on September 1st, um, he's officially resigning. But either way, I guess uh, this is what Manitoba does now. Um, we segregate. You know, we arrest politicians. Uh, who speak against the government, like Maxime Bernier, whose court date, just so you guys do know, was pushed back again, this time, I believe, until sometime in September. Um, and that's stemming back from his arrest back in July from his Manitoba Mad Max tour. You know, uh, Manitoba, we have warrants arrest out for pastors of small remote churches like Tobias Tyson, and he still has a warrant out for his arrest. And it's been like six months now. Like, they know where he is. They just want him to live in fear, which he isn't. He regularly calls out the police, pretty much taunting them. And, you know, Manitoba, we also arrest social media influencers like Chris Guy, who came back to Manitoba last week and was arrested. So, and that stems from warrants that are due uh, back early, um, early on in the spring, I believe, for him holding anti-mask and anti-lockdown -rally rallies. Um, you know, and he was calling this out really early, calling the government out what they're going to do step by step. And man, it seems like he was spot on. But either way, Dr. Rusin and Audrey Gordon, who is the newly appointed Minister of Health and Seniors, after Heather Stephenson stepped down to run for the leadership of the PC party, they held a news conference to update Manitobans on what it's going to look like for Manitobans who have gotten the vaccine versus Manitobans who haven't gotten the shot. And let me tell you, it's looking pretty 1940s Germany. I mean, Jesus. 
A listener made a comment on my last show saying that it's starting to look like the man in the high castle. And for those who don't know, it's a show on Amazon Prime. It's a series loosely based on Philip K. Dick's novel. And the write-up says it's a series loosely based on... Oh, sorry, I read that. It takes a look at what the world might look like had the outcome of World War II turned out differently. In this dystopian scenario, the Axis powers won the war, leading the United States to be divided into three parts, an area controlled by the Nazis, a buffer zone, and an area controlled by the Japanese. Despite the oppression, new hope emerges when film turns up that seem to show a different world. A woman believes the films contain uh, the key to freedom and is determined to find the mysterious guardian. So, I mean, I got to agree with my listener. You guys should check out this show. I've only seen the first season, but let me say Manitoba is starting to get very dystopian. So, I mean, that listener is not too far off. They are continuing the messaging that this is the disease of the unvaccinated. Manitoba now has over 81% who have gotten their first shot and over uh, 76% who have gotten both shots. That's Manitobans age 12 and up. But despite having some of the highest numbers in the country, the government, like our provincial government, is still segregating Manitobans because now they're claiming that they're doing this to protect the children the children who cannot be vaccinated. It seems like they are just really trying to divide Manitobans. They're putting up slides that are showing there are 229,000 children not eligible for the vaccine in Manitoba, which is fine. But in the same slide, they're showing that there are an additional 177,900 Manitobans who are eligible to get the vaccine, but have not yet gotten it. So they keep the messaging and they keep um, saying things uh, implying that it's that group's fault, the 177,000 Manitobans who haven't got vaccinated. You know, the government keeps painting a target on them, but in the same breath, they claim that they agree with the right for Manitobans to choose. Like, it's just fucking unbelievable. How many times do we hear Pallister say that he isn't going to mandate vaccines? At least three or four times. I've even played clips on this show of him saying that he isn't going to mandate vaccines. And now here we are, the goalposts being moved once again. You know what I mean? And once again, Rusin or Gordon or our spineless mainstream media never once mentioned the 4321 Great Summer Reopen Plan and how we are early in the reopening and our vaccinations are not behind. We are ahead of schedule. Early last week, after Dr. Rusin and Pallister held their news conference and announced that further segregation will be taking place in the province, it did spark a lot of pushback, thank God, uh, from a lot of Manitobans, and there has been rallies and protests held throughout the province. A few in particular that stand out is one from the nurses who don't want vaccine mandates, and also one from our teachers and educators who held a protest against the vaccine mandates over at the legislative building. And also there was another protest held over in Steinbach, and teachers over there were once again protesting um, the vaccination mandates. So Pallister Rusin and the media make it seem um, continuously that all these people in these professions are all for mandatory vaccines. And it is simply not the case. Like I said, there are protests and rallies 
being held throughout the province, um, a lot from our teachers, and they do not want mask mandates or vaccination mandates. But in case you guys missed it, I'm going to read you the news release that was put out from the province in regards to, like I said, doubling down on the segregation here in the province. And they put this out on August 27th, titled Manitoba Expands Vaccine Passports for Fully Immunized Individuals as of September 3rd. Indoor mask requirements begin August 28th. Manitoba is expanding the vaccine passport benefit for fully immunized individuals that will enable businesses, services, and events to be available without capacity limits or public health restrictions as of September 3rd, Health and Seniors Care Minister Audrey Gordon announced today. Real fast, I'm going to let you know that's not true because they are still requiring masks to be worn by people who are double vaccinated in indoor places. So right off the bat, they're lying. Uh, Quote, the emergence of the Delta variant has changed things significantly. Now public health officials tell us the pandemic is one of the unimmunized and we must take these extra steps to protect the nearly 230,000 children who are not yet eligible for immunization. Quote, said Gordon. Manitoba's vaccine passport benefit will help encourage greater vaccine uptake, which is necessary to protect our healthcare system from the COVID-19 fourth wave, end quote. Gordon also announced the new public health order requiring masks use in all indoor public spaces across the province will come into effect at 12.01 a.m. on August 28th, which I'm sure most of you guys are already aware of. The province has developed new requirements for people to be fully immunized to participate in certain events and activities. These requirements will come into effect by public health order on September 3rd for all health regions, which will include indoor and outdoor ticketed sporting events and concerts, indoor theater, dance, symphony events, restaurants, indoor and patio dining, nightclubs and other licensed premises, casinos, bingo halls and VLT lounges, movie theaters, fitness centers, gyms and indoor sporting and recreational facilities, excluding youth recreational sport, and organized indoor group recreational classes and activities, and indoor recreational businesses. So all of those I just mentioned, you will need to be double-dosed in order to attend. I don't know how um, restricting unvaccinated people from entering a casino or a nightclub is keeping the children safe, but that is the, um, the MO that Manitoba is rolling with. But uh, children under 11 who are not eligible to be immunized will be able to attend events and activities with a fully immunized adult. Quote, unless immediate and strong measures are taken, the fourth COVID-19 wave would likely lead to another round of business restrictions or closures. Such a scenario would be absolutely devastating to businesses and our community. The Winnipeg Chamber supports today's actions to avert the human and economic turmoil being seen in other provinces, said Lauren Reminald, President and Chief Executive Officer, the Winnipeg Chamber of Commerce. Quote, we will continue to work with our members to ensure that they have the tools they need to support the province, the province's public health orders, end quote. The minister noted that these new public health orders complement the mandatory vaccination steps taken earlier this week requiring all designated provincial public service workers who have ongoing ongoing contact with vulnerable populations 
especially children, to be fully immunized. These individuals will need to receive their first dose by September 7th and their second dose by October 17th to be fully immunized by October 31st. Designated employees who are not fully immunized or cannot provide proof of vaccination will need to undergo regular COVID-19 testing up to three times a week for full-time employees and provide proof of a negative test result before they can resume working. Quote, as the restaurant industry continues to be put, sorry, as the restaurant industry continues to put the health and safety of Manitobans as a top priority, we recognize the latest changes as a short-term measure that models a proactive approach to eliminate the requirement for more permanent restrictions that would cause further deterrent of an industry that has faced monumental challenges over the last 16 months, said Sean Jeffrey, Executive Director and Chief Executive Officer, Manitoba Restaurant and Food Service Association. So they're really coming out with all these like high-profile people coming out in support of these draconian measures. It's insane. They're coming out hard with the propaganda. But uh, I'll continue. Dr. Brent Rusin, Manitoba's Chief Provincial Public Health Officer, said these public health orders will reduce the need for more stringent public health restrictions and lockdowns that would otherwise be necessary to combat the COVID-19's fourth wave and protect the province's hospital and critical care capabilities. Quote, ensuring that people are fully immunized before attending high-risk events, activities, and services will help reduce community spread of the virus, said Rusin. Already we are seeing more of the newly identified cases are in people who have not yet been immunized, and we need to take these steps to protect them, others in their communities, and the healthcare system from the effects of the Delta variant. End quote. Manitoba released new COVID-19 case numbers today that show unvaccinated individuals are accounting for a significant proportion of all new cases of the 30. Oh, yeah. And then it just lists some um, health regions that have most of their cases being fully immunized, which is funny because it's pointing out the fact that there are a lot of breakthrough cases. But uh, yeah, so that's the release that the province came out with, Manitoba. What do you think? How do you feel about these new orders taking place September 3rd? That is literally just going to segregate Manitobans based on their health record. And once again, it didn't stop there. Dr. Rusin again stressed to private businesses to mandate vaccines to their employees. I'll say it again. They don't care if you can't find employees or if you have shortages. They look at your business like it's non-essential. The media once again goes straight for the church. After numerous questions on why faith-based institutions weren't included in the mandatory vaccination plan, Dr. Rusin stated that these orders are the orders that they are coming out with right now, but more places may be added to in the future. So, I mean, this is something that's never going to wait unless Manitobans stand up and fight back against this tyrannical government overreach. And I'm not only talking to the unvaxxed people. I'm referring to the vaxxed and unvaxxed. This is only a start using these cards for COVID. You know what I mean? As much as the media and the government want to divide us into groups of either vaxxed or unvaxxed, these government-mandated passports affect us all. And... I mean, at the very least, they will affect us in the future. That's for sure. Because like I said, it's not going to stop at COVID. 
But thank God, like I said earlier, there are Manitobans that are pushing back. And thank God there are business owners in Manitoba that are pushing back. So just so you guys know, um, there are some Facebook groups. I think you should all go join them. Um, the, these Facebook groups are highlighting the businesses um, that are not requiring masks or they're not going to be asking their employees or their patrons if they've been vaccinated. So just a few groups, uh, Manitoba Unvaxed Businesses and Manitobans and Businesses Against Vaccine Passports. So, um, and I'm impressed with some of these businesses and what they stand for. Some are straight up saying that they are not going to ask their patrons for a vaccine passport when they enter their business. Um, and some businesses are straight up saying that they are just going to keep their dining closed strictly due to the fact that they don't want to segregate against Manitobans, which I have mad respect for. Uh, some of them are saying they're willing to take the, uh, the financial hit to not have to only serve Manitobans who can um, demonstrate that they've been double-dosed. So, I mean, these play, go on Facebook, find these uh, businesses in Manitoba and support them. These are the places I'll definitely be trying to support uh, financially. And just so you know, Gordon and Rusin both stated that they do have options within the Justice Department to enforce these businesses and to enforce Manitobans into compliance. So be prepared for another cash grab. It's not to keep the kids safe, that's for sure. Especially when we know that you can give and get C-19 after being double-dosed. They, they just go on to say that you have, you're less likely to. You know what I mean? Once again, the goalposts are moving on that topic as well. But it was funny to hear that Rusin stumble on his own words when he was asked, he was asked a question um, saying that you have a greater chance of getting C-19 at a bomber game with everyone being double vaxxed than you do having a couple of unvaxxed friends over to watch the game. And I don't think Rusin was prepared for that hardball question. And I know it wasn't really a hardball question, but it is definitely the hardest question he's been asked in the last 18 months. So he definitely did not know what to do with that question. He just hummed and hawed and hummed and he tried to answer it with a non-answer. And then the reporter's follow-up question, believe it or not, was actually, so they're right. Meaning that you do have a greater chance of getting C-19 at a bobber game. And then once again, he hummed and hawed and stumbled on his own words. It was fantastic. But I'm sure that reporter lost his job. <laughs> but uh, just, you know, Manitoba with the school, with school coming around the corner, be prepared to be hammered with propaganda. They are going to ride this, quote unquote, it's for the children train in the next few weeks. And they are going to demand more uh, vaccine passport places and stricter r rules and regulations. The, the media is already demanding that we do regional openings and shutdowns based on some regions having lower vaccine numbers. And uh, Dr. Rusin said already that they are looking into it and changes might take place. This is, of course, only two weeks ago. Rusin said that they would not do region, regional openings and shutdowns because they don't work. It's only a form of punishment. But no surprise, they flip-flop on a weekly here in, Manado in Manitoba. It's su super frustrating. It was only three days ago that the guys in charge here are trying to sell us on 
these new changes because uh, we are, quote, not an island. So I don't know how the fuck you're going to pull regional openings if we as a province can't open up because of Saskatchewan or Ontario. You know what I mean? If we're not a fucking island, then inside our province, we're definitely not a fucking island, dummy. So how are you going to have regional openings and, and closures when you're claiming as a province we have to shut down because of numbers in neighboring jurisdictions? Nothing makes any actual sense. But as long as we are fighting, you know, between vaxxed and unvaxxed and masks and no masks, I don't think the government cares. As long as the focus isn't on them, they're going to keep ramming this shit through. And they're going to get a, uh, try to get away with as much as they can. It's unfucking real Brucin stated a couple times that they are going to be releasing um, more clarification on these updated orders sometime this week. We're just going to have to wait and see. Um, because uh, now there's articles coming out that um, are basically implying that if you have a wedding that serves alcohol, then you're going to either have to choose between either serving alcohol or having all your guests be vaccinated because any licensed establishment serving alcohol, you have to be double vaxxed. So, I mean, th these orders just have so much baggage with them and it's, it's going to affect Manitobans and they don't even realize it. Uh, and I think they're so per they're purposely vague, so vague with these orders. Um, they just, I don't know. Would you guys tell me what you guys think? I'm just shocked. I'm not surprised, but I'm shocked in a way that we're just going to continue this segregation in 2021. I don't know what else to call it. It's unfucking real. Places are asking for you to show your papers, and people are on board with this. It blows me away. And, and they're saying that this is the vaccination or the disease of the unvaccinated. Yet the vaccinated are the most scared group of people I've ever met. Fucking doesn't make any sense. But like I said, man, just let me know what you guys think. I want to hear from you guys. I'm kind of at a loss for this one. Um, go out and support the businesses that don't require vaccine passports. Mad support to you guys. Mad respect to you guys. But either way, I'll keep you guys updated on when... Rusin and the government release uh, more clarification on these draconian orders. Like, uh, like we all know, it's government overreach that we've never seen before. But either way, Manitoba, that is going to do it for today's show. Like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff that helps out the show. I really do appreciate it. Truly does help. You can follow me on Twitter at mbfreethinker. Facebook and YouTube is Manitoba Freethinker. I'm on most podcast platforms, but if you can't find me, you can go to my webpage at mbfreethinker.wordpress.com and you can get all my links to all my shows there. Like I said, Manitoba, thank you so much for tuning in to another show and I will catch you guys in a couple days. Bye.